Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Hello to Generinos and welcome to another episode of the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 237. Let's send this out to Gilmo T on Twitter, who um, found the fastest way to our heart on, on this podcast, and that is to compliment us. And uh, he or she, I'm guessing that he, since only dudes, I think, listen to us, other than family members. Um, Compliment of the show. So that is the quickest way, like I said, to our hearts and into getting an episode dedicated to you. So I just put that out there for anyone else who is interested in in uh in me having an episode um be dedicated to them. We're very vain around these parts of the MMA gambling podcast. So everyone else, thanks for coming to the show. Anyhow, even if you haven't complimented us recently, I am one of your hosts, Jeff Chalks Fox. And the big news on this episode is that I'm back, baby. As, <laughs> as the expression goes. Uh, nature's healing order has been restored. I am now smarter than my co-host Daniel Gumby Vila once again. So um, we'll get cracking into that right now. Let, let me introduce him first. He obviously thinks I'm not smart because he's uh, trying to make me believe that he ran into traffic in rural wherever he lives in middle of the night on a Sunday. He's trying to make me think he got stuck in traffic, but I'm sure he was doing something else. But anyhow, let's bring him in now and see how he pleads. It's Daniel Gumby Vila. Hello. I, I first of all was in traffic. That is uh that's no lie. I had to go out towards the Boston area for a get together. Um, but also uh, while I I was going to tell you already to dedicate the episode to the exact same person you already Gil did. Moti, yes. Yeah, Gil Moti. Um, I'm also going to shout out uh Dredney who hit a yep. massive uh who, who by the way is already one of the uh the usuals in our uh. Discord, by the way, follow us, uh, join the Discord at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Um, he hit a massive plus 500 prop bet uh, that we'll talk a little bit later on in the show about. Uh, but I want to give him a shout out for hitting something that big. Uh, it's not often we have people hitting stuff that big. Yep, definitely. Definitely. So we're not going to talk about Boston traffic instead? But I, I mean, would I mean you can talk about Boston traffic. Boston is traffic is bad. Is it as bad as people claim? Because when I was in Boston, it was a long time ago, but I didn't have any trouble getting around, driving around. But I was warned before how horrible traffic is in Boston. So it depends on what you're talking about for Boston traffic. So first of all, it wasn't actually in Boston. was in like a bullshit suburb. Uh, but everybody <laughs> just says Boston as if it's like the same exact Boston. So I was in a suburb of Boston 
And I was taking one of the like 99 uh, different interstates you could take out of the Boston suburb areas. It's like the, the Boston loves to just shut down like three of the four lanes <laughs> to yeah. one of their highways. And then so there's one lane leaving, you know, whatever suburb you're leaving, Newton or, or Cambridge or what, whatever it is. Uh, and the one today that I was leaving had two out of the three lanes closed. And I was like, sweet. This will be really easy to get out of. And it was not. Uh, And that's why we're recording this late at night. And if you're listening to this, you also are getting it far later than you're used to. That's why you use Waze, Dan. Do you not use Waze, the app? I don't I don't know if that works out this these ways. It works out Uh, pun intended. Um, Yeah, like it probably works in the Boston area, but isn't Waze the one that like you need to participate in order to make it as good as possible? And let me tell you something. Kind of. Yeah. Where I live. There isn't anybody who uses any apps because there isn't any service to get any internet. Or, or, yeah, <laughs> well, there's like, no traffic though either, so it all works out fine. Right, right, exactly. So I, I'm not usually driving in a place that has traffic, so no, I don't use Waze. I think I actually used it when I went to your neck of the woods the one time I went to Toronto. Yeah, yeah, you would definitely it definitely comes in handy when I do go to Toronto. But, all right, enough traffic talk. I guess we'll <laughs> talk about. Yeah, well, why am I wasting time? I I, I want to talk about this event last night. It was UFC Fight Night. Hot Higas versus Lemos uh, went down the UFC Apex. It was a finish-filled fight night. That's a lot of Fs, but we have, what, eight, I believe? Eight out of ten? There, there are two, two decisions. Five. Yep. Yes, eight out of ten. We ended up with ten fights because we lost Josh Priesen and Chase Sherman, the fight we were most looking forward to because Priesen was having a cardiac issue, apparently. So hopefully he is okay. They've already rebooked the fight in two weeks, so I guess they're assuming that he's not going to die before that. At least that's the word on the street. I, I've heard the word on the street that it's booked for Lewis versus Spivak. Um, but I, I don't have like a real confirmation on that yet. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to hold off my hopes on the fact that that's definitely happening. What a chunky guy card that's going to be if they add that one to it, too. Wow. It's going to be fantastic. Um, speaking of chunky, we have what four fighters miss weight, uh, which was pretty wild. Grant Dawson missed weight. Benito Lopez missed weight, Carlos Candelaria missed weight, Ramona Pasquel missed weight, and Shanna Young almost missed weight, but then she cut off some of her dreads. Apparently she had some, or braids, dreadlocks braids, and apparently that was enough to get her under under the uh, weight. So, like I said in the Discord, it probably was, what, four or $5,000 she saved herself, so I guess it was worthwhile chopping off your hair for that, because she would have been fined probably about... 2800 3000 bucks probably around there so yeah they uh, they, they usually it's 20 percent, right yeah it, usually yeah, and it, she made about it, 14 so. she, she did lose it is but it was her fourth fight with a win in there yeah she she probably saved herself a couple thousand at least yep yep so yeah wild uh, wild um night on the scales and uh, pretty wild in the cages we have finishes like i said uh non-stop all right before, i'm gonna we're gonna jump into it I can say because it's it's late for us old guys to be up still. Uh, first, I want to talk about WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time during win bet win hour marquee games of the week we'll have better odds on win bet giving you a larger payout opportunity great promos odds and payouts are happening right now at win bet from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport win bet has what you need to win ready to play sign up today to receive a special offer bet hundred dollars win hundred dollars 
So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough embed is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, I'm joking around about beating Dan, but it seems like at least, uh, um, assuming you're not a big fat liar in the discard, it seems like in the real world, it was it was a good night for you making picks. Yeah, if you uh, did didn't go uh, bet a hundred dollars on the money line of every single fight, which, as we <laughs> pointed out, is maybe the one of, one of the more insane things to do. Uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of moments to make money uh, this past weekend. I I was a little bit bummed out, um, and we'll get to the the very first fight last, I guess. Uh, but Tamir's. Tamir's Vidal hitting that flying knee to the body, and it looked yep. like, I have to say, I, I don't mean to jump to this fight first, but I have no, to say. let's do it. It, it, it was, was a premier fight of the night, so go it, ahead. It, I mean, and, and she won a bonus, right? And she hits this flying <laughs> yeah. knee to the solar plexus. Uh, Ramona Pasquale drops to her knees in pain, and I was like, oh, shit, she's going to jump on the guillotine. Like, that's all I could think was, like, her head was, like, out like propped up for a guillotine. I was like, she's going to jump on the guillotine. It's five to one, you know, it's plus 500 for Vidal to hit a submission. Uh, and then uh, in very weird fashion, and maybe this is the theme of the night is that like uh, Chris Tyone stopped in and stopped this fight. I'm not going to say early. Ramona Pasquale was out, but like, Remember, Chris Tyone is the guy who let the Dwight Grant versus D-Rod fight keep going. Uh, and, and it wound up winning D-Rod a fight, and it, he was, like, out on his feet. And he also let another one, which I can't remember off the top of my head, go that same night. Chris Tyone is a guy who's notoriously known for letting fights go, and he called this one the minute Pasquale looked like she was a little bit hurt. And I, I'm going to ask you this as we get ready to talk about the main event. I'm not usually one of the ones who buys into like the letting women or call, refs call women's fights earlier, you know, like what do you call it? Conspiracy theory or whatever you want to call yep. it. But it seemed like that was the case. Am I wrong? Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, I wonder if we can track that on it. I don't know how, cause it's kind of subjective whether it was earlier or not, but well, may as well go to the main event. Um, you know, I, I think I've made clear my thoughts on early stoppages. There's really no such thing as early stoppage because, well, there is. Some, uh, obviously, there's going to be egregious early stoppages. I don't think there was any last night. Um, Marina Hodriguez thinks she, she could have kept fighting, but that's basically, um, I think what a lot of people forget is when the ref stops the fight, um, both fighters stop fighting. Like uh, It's not like uh, if, if the ref let the fight keep going, Lemos would stop punching and kicking and elbowing uh rodriguez and let her catch her breath like she would just land some more deadly shots to her so um Hadiguez was getting rocked so i didn't really mind that stoppage i, I had her i picked we both had her to win uh wanting her to win so it, it would have uh would have been nice if she hung in there but um i don't think that was an early stoppage it was three round three 54 seconds into it um yeah it seems to be overshadowing the lamos um i had written her off and as a top contender and perhaps prematurely I did that. Yeah. She might be the next number one contender, right? Like yeah. she might, she might be next. Um, but I'll also say this. I, I do think it was a smidge early. 
Like, I, I and, and, you know, you might be of the belief that there's no such thing as an early stoppage, but, like, Marina Rodriguez Who? was, I, I mean, she was woozy. Who? Uh, Marina Rodriguez. Oh, okay, yes. I thought there was someone else fighting I missed in the cage. Go ahead. Yeah, my, my bad. Um, <laughs> Marina Rodriguez uh, was definitely woozy, right? Like, she was on skates, but then, like, after she was on skates, she was... I didn't think she was as wobbly when he called it. And, and yeah, of course you're right. He, she snaps right back to it the minute he calls it and nobody's punching her in the face. <laughs> yeah. What exactly. was, That's the thing. what That's was the thing there? People a, seem to overlook always. Yeah. And, and was there a chance that like she ate two more and it was over? Absolutely. But like, if yeah. you look at, man, if, if, if you look at some of these fights that got called earlier in the, on the fight card, like if you look at the, the Shyolan or Derek Minner fight. That dude is laying on the ground, gripping his knee, desperately hoping for that fight to end. And yep. what we're talking, what we might be winding up talking about being a fixed fight or at oh, least yes. a fight with a, a foregone conclusion. And the ref let him keep taking punches. Do you know what I mean? Like that yep. he he kept eating them and like he very clearly was done. Like he he was done before he fell down. He was done. All part of the plan. And and Marina Rodriguez wasn't. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's an early stoppage. I'm just saying she wasn't afforded the same opportunity as her male yeah. counterparts might have. She was eating. She ate so many punches, though. So she has no one to blame but herself. To be can, can I also add just one yes. thing? I, I don't, and I don't want to I don't want to cast shade on uh, Amanda Lamosh, but I had a whole bunch of people that I saw tweet out people, people who I follow, people who I respect, who said, my goodness. Where does Amanda Lemos get this power? Or, oh my God, Amanda Lemos hits so hard. Where does she find such strength? And I, I, I just want to quickly remind people that she did a two-year suspension for Stanzanol, um, which is an anabolic steroid agent in 2017. So if you're asking, if, if you at any point in time at this night asked yourself, where does she find that power? Just like maybe remember that she tested positive for steroids once. Uh, yeah. In the UFC, by the way, after losing her debut, tested positive, did a two-year suspension, dropped two weight classes, and since then has been on a nice little run. Yep. Well, there you go. We'll we'll leave it on uh, Dan casting shade on her, of course. So, um, so we we missed that one. I uh, I missed the next one as well. Uh, Gumby hit Neil Magny over Daniel Rodriguez submission, Darius choke, pretty wild fight. If um, oh, it was round three, 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 three on the clock. So a bunch of threes are Neil Magny criminally overlooked and overrated, uh, overrated. I want to say underrated. Um, this was basically a pick him on the board. Dan had it at minus 115. Rodriguez had his moments. He was he was definitely the more powerful striker of the two men. But uh, Magny finds a way to win these fights, it seems always. And he did last night once again. Yeah. In the last four years. He's lost to Kiesa and Shavkat Rachmanov. And yep. that's it, dude. That's yep. it. You gotta be he hasn't lost, he hasn't lost to to anybody else other than those two. Yep. And that's crazy. Um, and yeah, he looked great. Um, you know, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna disparage Daniel. Boy, Martin. you are really you're going in on another one now. Go well, ahead. Well, I don't want to disparage <laughs> Daniel Rodriguez, but he didn't look like he was in the same world as is Neil Magny, right? Am I wrong? Did did he look like he belonged in the cage with Neil Magny at all? Um, yeah, he, he looked all right. 
like no Maggie's a hard guy to fight. He's just yeah. weird weird and long, but no, he was he was a land power strike. That was the best guy he's ever fought, probably, right? Well, unless his last fight, unless you want to count that last minute one against uh, Li Jin Liang, but probably uh, Magni's the toughest guy he's ever fought, and definitely the oh. more, the weirdest guy he's ever fought. I, I actually I, Neil Magni's way better than Li Jin Liang. Okay, um, there you go. In fact, is it hasn't he beaten him? Put the intern. No, no yeah. Interns on it. He beat Lee Jing Liang. There you go. See, he's UFC underrated. <laughs> two, UFC 248. Uh, that, uh, that's the thing about him, right? Like, we forget. He's 30-27th Lee Jing Liang, um, yeah. which is crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, Neil Magny uh, continues to impress. He's, like, the best gatekeeper. Not, like, a gatekeeper to the title, but definitely a gatekeeper to the top 10. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's always hovering uh, around those, those parts. All right, next fight. This was the one that uh, when we... Recorded the show on what Wednesday or Thursday. It was plus 175. Derek Minner. We were both in on him, and then mysteriously the line all of a sudden what shot up into the 300 plus 300s or so for Minner, and uh, people were saying that something fishy was going on, and it seemed like it may have been. Uh, Shailen Nurdambiki TKO elbows. Uh, 107 in the first round. That wasn't the full story. Minner threw a kick, stepped back like he hurt his knee, yet threw the exact same kick immediately following that, and then crumbled to the mat and looked like he was going to tap to strikes. Um, it did nothing. He just turtled and waited for the ref to stop the fight. So interesting. Uh, I guess the main theory people are saying is Miller, Miller was entering the fight injured, obviously injured leg, it seemed. And people in his camp or people in the know did some insider trading and shot that line up for uh, Nurdambiki and made themselves some money. Not uh, Don't want to claim that Miller threw the fight or anything like that, but it seems like someone... Someone in the know knew something before that fight. Yeah, I, I think you're I, I think you got the perfect spin on this here because like I hear a lot of people saying there was a fix on this fight or Minner might have gotten a cut of it or look, Minner's not going into this fight knowing what's at stake in his career and what's at stake and every in like throwing a fight on purpose. But I will say this. I, I think you're right that people knew he was hurt. People knew he had a busted knee. He knew he had a busted knee, but it was going to just try to fight through it and thought he could fight through it and thought he could be good enough to fight through it. He, he's not the first fighter ever to like be injured, go into a fight and think he could win. TJ Dillashaw did it a week ago, yep, right? Right. It, it literally just happened. And if TJ Dillashaw's knowledge got out in the line, bounced around we'd be having the same conversation last week but instead we're having it on a fight that matters one eighth as much as the Algerman Sterling versus TJ Dillashaw fight happens so yeah I I think people knew this already it certainly looks bad that this happened right around the time where the UFC dropped their uh fighters slash coaches can't bet on fights policy yep. And it certainly looks particularly bad being that that policy seemingly came about because Derek Minner's actual coach seemed to be doing some shady stuff surrounding gambling. Out in the open. I mean, mean, he was doing some stuff out in the open. He was doing some stuff behind closed doors that was also seemingly even more shady than the stuff he was doing out in the open. So, uh, so many questions. I don't want to speculate and say that I know for sure, but like somebody knew he was hurt going into that fight. That's all I'm going to say. And no joke. I just got a notification um, ESPN story that uh, it's 
the fight's being investigated after suspicious. It should fucking be gambling. investigated. Yeah, yeah US of course it should. Integrity firm, uh, integrity firm is is uh, I for, is uh, investigating right now. I forgot about the whole. Uh, James Cross was involved <laughs> coaching. That yeah, one J- too, James Cross is the one. And and yeah. look, I love James Cross. I've interviewed James Cross yes. before. He's a nice guy, a great coach, but like he literally was just on gambling shows and talking about gambling and trying to run some sort of gambling situation. And like people were all in on his talking about gambling. And now one of his, and this is why the UFC put that, that policy in place, right? Because one of his fighters now is in the middle of something that seems suspicious around gambling and there's question around it. And that's why you can't have this shit happening. Yep. 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 So, um, Minner definitely is going to get cut now. That's three straight losses plus. So, so that, that's their excuse. Um, plus, with this hanging over their heads, the UFC does not want any part of that. So I'm sure Minner is – that's why saying Minner might have thrown the fight was kind of silly because he probably knew that he was on the verge of getting cut as it was. So um, anywho, get off that ugliness that we both lost. No, we're done. My losses, that's it. My losses are, are uh, done for the night, Dan. I started. I thought eight. I thought you were gonna go clean. By the way, when you went I eight and zero, so too. I went eight and zero, and like, oh boy, here we go. And then I lost the minute one, and then I thought, okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll, maybe I'll lose the next fight and I'll win the main event. But no, no, the wheels fell off. But I'll take an eight and three anytime. Uh, Tagir Ulimbekov made quick work of a very gaunt uh, Nate Manis. Perhaps Dan wouldn't have picked Nate Manis knowing what he looks like at, at flyweight. Uh, the, but to be fair, he, he did mention that was one of his concerns. Uh, Dan mentioned that was one of the concerns heading into this fight. We've never seen Madison at 125, and boy, he looks he kinda, looks terrible. He, he looks, looks all, terrible. And, and and not just physically either, but like in the cage, he he doesn't look like the Nate Manis. I re- like, and don't get me wrong, I I think I said this uh, in ahead of time. I, I'm not sure I've ever picked against Nate Manis. I'm pretty yeah. sure I've picked him five straight times, and he paid off big in that. Tony Gravely fight, which uh, I, I cashed on, and he he just doesn't look the same at, at 25. And this really feels like a guy who um, got bodied at 35, which he yeah. did. Like, didn't, like off. It. didn't like it, and rather than being like, maybe it's time for me to bulk up, or maybe it's time for me to work on my wrestling defense because I've always been a good offensive wrestler, but maybe never a good defensive wrestler. Instead of like working on his problems, he's like, "What if I was smaller?" Uh, <laughs> and like, you're like, that's not a fucking in answer. The process, I'll be bigger. Yeah, and it's it's just not an answer, and it it no. could not be more clear that it was not an answer at the end of this. I hope the next time I see him, it's at thirty-five. They always every, every fighter thinks it's the answer. It's the cure-all, uh, changing weight class, up or down, e- either or. It, it'll it'll save their career or, or whatever. He he's created a need save, so it was strange, but. I'll take Ulan Bekov win, 2-11 in the first round. Then starting off the card, Grant Dawson, the lone fighter who missed weight, who actually won his fight, thank God, because I had him. And Dan had Mark Madison. Dawson, I said, uh, you questioned whether or not he, he would be able to out-wrestle Mark Madison, and boy, did he ever out-grapple and wrestle him. Submission, rear naked choke, 205 in the third round. Dawson, man, looking like a legit fighter at, uh, um, well, that was a catch weight, but at 55. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually put him in my rankings after this fight at 55, by the yeah, way. I, I can see I that. Submit, I submitted my rankings this morning. I put him at 15. And I was like, I, I mean, he's looked good. And he looks so good in this fight. I, also, how you he know, won, too. 
Yeah, I mean, like, he out-wrestled a, an Olympic wrestler. Um, yeah. and, and I'll say this, too. Like, you, you mentioned he's the only guy who missed weight who won. It's it's funny, right? Our stats are, like, what, 30% of the guys who yeah. miss weight win? Yeah, and, that's what happened. And it was, tw- I mean, it was 25%. Yeah, so, so like, that's it, right around where it is, though. Yeah, Right around that number, um, which is just crazy. But uh, that being said, yeah, Grant Dawson looked so good wrestling. He, he, he like, big-brothered him. Which yeah. I feel like I didn't expect at all. No, I didn't um, even expect that. Yeah, no, and especially because, like we said before, he, he had that, like, weird time with Ricky Glenn. But, like, maybe we need to write that off as, like, a weird trip to 55 after being at 45 for so long. Because now he's done that to Mark Madsen and Jared Gordon. He's got back-to-back submissions over those two dudes. Yep. Man, he, he, he should get a step up. I'm yeah. excited to see who he gets next. Well, he he kind of did. He had uh he, he fought an undefeated Olympic silver medalist. So, yeah, 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 I guess no that, yeah. Up, no, yeah. But so I, I I'm t- like I mean a step up to the like oh, yeah. to the like Brad Riddell range or the yep. Jalen Turner range. Like he needs to fight somebody like that. Yeah, he he's a fight probably another win away from headlining fight nights uh, that range of of fighter at this point. So um so I went two and three on the main card. Dan went one and four. Yikes! All right, we'll zip through the prelims after i tell you about the sgpm merch store part of this ad dan likes merch store but he's not going to like what i have to say in this oh no (laughs) yeah get ready get your holiday shopping done early at the sgpn merch store sgpn gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the the gen in your life santa handles that in my household but um, i guess they're just saying stocking stuffer as a as a term Uh, but santa takes care of our stockings everybody um so yeah stocking stuffer for the the gen in your life obviously the, the uh, gear that we're most into in the story is the MMA Gambling Podcast gear. Gumby more specifically likes the shirt that's dedicated to him, the uh, Gumby God shirt. So definitely go in there and, and check that out. Um, plus, from now until Thanksgiving, which is weird because Thanksgiving was last month. I don't know why it says there's Thanksgiving, but apparently there's <laughs> something like Thanksgiving coming up. Which, it'd be so dumb to have Thanksgiving a month before Christmas. That would be the dumbest thing ever. But anyhow. Plus, from now until some kind of Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code. You ready, Dan? Promo code is Dallas Sucks. I'm not joking. D A L L A S. Is this the part I'm not supposed to like? Yeah, plug your ears. That's so go to store.sportsgamingpodcast.com. Promo code. You want to spell it? You want to do it, Dan, or should I do it? You go ahead and take care of it. D A L L A S S U C K S. There you go. What's I'm, I'm going to pretend that's for the I'm going to pretend that's for the Dallas Stars. OK, what's the Cowboys record? I don't pay six and two, baby. Better than the Giants. <laughs> Tied with the Giants, but not better than the Eagles, which is the Eagles are, favorite team. E- Eagles, Eagles are, are Eagles are eight. No, but let's uh, Eagles face the backup quarterback in the Cowboys. So we're, we're not going to talk about that. Well, oh yeah, the Cowboys. Is there is that Dax guy back yet? Yeah, he's he's back and Dax. he's winning. Okay. He's won two in a row. But like we played with a backup quarterback for like four weeks and, and you you're know six and two. You can't complain six about that. Two, you can't complain about that. No, absolutely not. All right, to it'd the be like, it'd be like mm. if your precious sons played without uh, exactly. Chris Paul for most of the season yes. or Devin Booker. Devin Booker, yeah, that's more like it. Random Maverick it pl- oh, played around with Shannon Young. Speaking of playing, this is what we were hoping for, and it happened. Thirty twenty six across the board, dominated her. I was saying she would be able to out physical her. I know that's not a proper term, but that's what I was counting on. Yeah, I th- think you were a little more skeptical on, on that part of it, but that's actually what happened. Minus 655, and she looked every bit of a minus 655 fighter in there. 
Yeah, she she did, but I, I think I even mentioned uh, in in some of the people in the Discord were on the opposite side as me. But I, I think I mentioned to people before that I didn't think it was like a good play to think of her by finish, and it wasn't because yeah. Shannon yeah. Young is so tough. Um, and, and while she was like able to body her and able to like take her out of her element, like she wasn't able to do so in a way that, that made Shanna Young like in danger all the time. Like she, no. she was just like in a dominant position, but not in danger. Yeah. She just worked, um, on, uh, Maverick's behalf. She was uh, looking for, for finishes right up to the, the ending bell. So she seemed to really want to get it finished. She did not. Benito Lopez made his return and came in with overweight. 138 and a half for 136 max fight. And Mara Batista took care of him in less than six seconds remaining in the first round with a reverse triangle arm bar. Just like we predicted it. We said Batista will win with a reverse triangle arm bar. Uh, this, this is the one that, uh, by the way, dread me had the Batista submission yeah. plus 500. Um, huge win for him. Shout out to dread me. Um, that being said, like, I, I think I said this prior, like uh, Lopez had trouble with his grappling before he he had a three-year layoff. Yep. And then you gave him a three-year layoff and then gave him Mario Batista. This was a dumb matchmaking. And, and like Lopez seemingly was like a guy the UFC seemed to like before this really long layoff. Yeah. I, I don't know if they were just like feeding him to the wolves because they were like, screw this guy for taking all this time off. But man. Yeah. Batista looked 80 times faster than him on the feet. And when it got on the ground, it was even worse. Yep. Uh, this next fight was bad for dance pick. Uh, Jin Yu Fry, uh, nasty knockout by uh, the hands of Paul Vienna. Vienna wasn't expecting knockout, but I, I, I'll take it. Have Vienna to win this one. Yeah. She um, got her money's worth with those punches. This fight was not stopped too early 47 seconds into the first <laughs> no this is <laughs> way too late <laughs> this was a herb dean special like oh it looks like she's still alive we'll, we'll let her eat a few more shots what, what was he I, I don't know if he was just slow but I, whatever he was doing was he not was, good he was her herb dean in it. yeah I, I don't think a lot of people predicted pauliana viana by ko if you did it was uh plus 1100 i think i saw was yeah. the number on that? Which means, um, which means a lot of people were not predicting <laughs> Vienna Vianaka, like you said. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, you know, in, impressive, especially not the way I expected her to win. Like I said, she's got a good arm bar. I I thought if uh, Jin Yu Frey shoot a stupid takedown, she might wind up in an arm bar. But otherwise, I thought Pollyanna Viana was gonna wind up in the clinch and eating a whole bunch of knees. And instead, she put together one of the cleanest combos I've seen in a while. 13 wins for her, 13 finishes. So she remains a finisher. That's why I had her in my DraftKings lineup that I recommended to everyone. Um, Manaweights, Johnny Munoz Jr. We both were in on him. He took care of Ludovic Shalinian as expected. 30-27, 30-27, 29-28. I don't know if there was really much to talk about on that fight, but it happened and we had it. It happened. Seemed easy. <laughs> yep. Jake Hadley uh, looked the way we were hoping he was going to look in his debut um, Carlos Candelaria came in overweight and then got beat by Jake Hadley. Submission triangle choke, 239 into the second round. This is what we were looking for from this guy. Yeah, I will say I, I saw some people not so pumped about him because he got taken down. But, man, that tr- transition to triangle was really smooth. It, it was nice. twice while taking him down again, if, if, uh, if that's what he's got on the ground. For sure, for sure. And I'll also ask you this question because you're the uh, the champion of firing people. So you yes. are so you already fired 
Um, we're firing. Minner's getting fired. You fired Minner. Um, Are you yeah. firing uh, Shannon Young? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, she, she, she's definitely on on the brink. Maybe Benito Lopez because it seems like they have issues with him. Uh, like uh, you said, Shalinian probably. Shalinian's zero and two after losing. Later, yeah, he missed weight and he got beat, so yeah, he's probably and, down too. And Andy lost on contenders. Remember, yeah. he got a contract three, by three losing. fight losing streak now. Yeah, not good. So uh, <laughs> yeah. and one of them was before he got to the UFC. So yeah, let's uh, cut Lopez too because he he missed weight really bad too. So um, and Ramona Pasquale, she's getting cut too. That was the fight. She, we were she's about. a thousand percent getting cut oh, she's horrible and she missed weight also um so there you go um we hit, hit that one as well bonus of the night neil magni mario bautista poliana vienna tamiris vidal nice to see a newcomer get an extra 50k when they barely make any money um no fight of the night it was just performance of the nights as mentioned i went eight and three only made 57 bucks though i was out of i was almost out of my hole on the year that I've dug myself for the past few weeks, I almost had broken even, but then the last three fights happened. So um, I'm down 300 bucks still on the year. 65% hit rate. Gumby went six and five, lost 216 bucks, down almost 3,000, 2,900 now. He's and he's 59% hit rate. He's gonna tell you there's still time. I don't know. If there's, there is. I don't. I actually don't know if there's time. <laughs> and recommended plays. Dan got too fancy and it bit him. Um, well, Marina Hadhigas is the one that hurt both of us. Uh, he had most of us when he was on Hadhigas. That didn't come through. In real life, though, he had the Hadley Munoz parlay, and that came through at plus 106. So I don't know what you got in, in real life, but when we did it, it was plus 106. 110. There you go, even better. <laughs> then you had Minner via sub, Vidal via sub. So he was one and three, lost almost 60 bucks. He's down almost 210 on the year now. Recommended plays, 47% hit rate. He still doesn't understand how recommended plays work. I went 210. 210, there's time for that. All right. I'm yeah. going to say there's time for that. You have to start making smart plays then, okay? Even though Hadhigas should have been a smart play. This week mo- this week coming up, I got a whole bunch of smart plays. Oh, boy. Half of my money was on Hadhigas, so I lost. Ended up losing money. I went 2-1. I had Hadley and Badal, but Hadhigas hit me, so I lost 25 bucks despite going 2-1. So I'm at 62%. I'm up 50 bucks. So there you oh, go. I can, ca- I can not only get to even, I can catch you. Okay. You 160 so. bucks down? Um... I'm up 50, and you're, you're down and I'm 210, down so it's 260. Oh, 210. Yes. 210. I thought you said yeah. 110. No, I now, got, that changes everything, doesn't it? I still got that. <laughs> and it's starting, it's starting this week uh, with our transition. You see 281. Madison Square Gardens, are you going? Weren't you talking about going at one point? I was. Do you know what it costs to sit on the back wall? <laughs> oh, yeah. Madison I think we talked about this. Maybe not on air. Tell, tell everyone how much it costs. It's worse now. Uh, resale value for tickets on the back wall of Madison Square Garden, which, by the way, ha- have you ever been to Madison Square no, Garden? No, sadly, I have not yet. No. I- I've been. It's it's um it's one of the worst arenas to sit on the back wall. Um, yeah. I- I've been to, like oh, – so I've been to a bunch of arenas, but, like, I've been to the TD Garden a whole bunch of times in Boston – you can sit on the back wall of there and watch a hockey game, and it's like a great spot to watch a game. Like it's yeah. it's up there, but like because of the way the stadium's built, everything is basically on top of the ice or on top of the cage or whatever. The back wall is a great spot to sit in the TD Garden. The back wall in Madison Square Garden, you might as well be in a different like zip code because it's it's not even worth watching. Um, and it's seven hundred and fifty bucks uh for one seat on the back wall in Madison Square Garden on resale value. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to be watching this from the comfort of my home this upcoming weekend. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, 
yeah so that oh i've been distracted someone just joined our discord and his profile picture i'm guessing it's a he because there's it's a sausage party in there his picture is yanni the greek <laughs> is it yanni oh I, I i think i know who this person is um is yes Yes, his picture is Yanni. So yes. Is I, no, is it Yanni though? No, I don't think so. I think I was talking to this person via email because he was, um, yeah, I was talking about my my MMA site, moneymma.substack.com, and I told him he said he was a fan of our show, which is maybe why next episode is going to go out to him. And uh, <laughs> like I said, you compliment me. Um, no, I don't think it is Yanni because um, he won money last weekend. So I'm pretty sure it wasn't Yanni. <laughs> um, anyhow, back to I got distracted when I saw those those uh, that smiling face. Oh, you can't see his teeth in the picture, though. He's going to have to get a better picture. That it, how do you know it's Yanni? Yeah, it's true. So UFC 281. Um, how much you say? How much did you say back row were? I got so distracted. Seven, 750 American dollars. But it's the, the two most exciting champions in UFC history are fighting. So that's probably why Israel Adesanya and Carla Esparza. Right? I mean, you can knock those two. Uh, <laughs> I love, I love watching Izzy fight. All right. Uh, well, you're going to watch him fight Alex Perea, 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 Perea. But I say and, and I would pay money to watch Whaley Zhang beat the hell out of Carla Esparza. Oh, what's going to happen. Did you hear that Perea knocked out Adesanya before and beat him? Uh, another time? I did. did I did that? hear that. One time, one person told me that it happened. So that, that's the top two fights: middleweight championship Adesanya Pereira, women's strawweight championship Asparza Zhang. Um, then we got lightweights: Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. That would be uh, a headline headlining fight on on some pay per views. That's that's a big fight. We got Frankie Edgar coming back to get knocked out by Chris Gutierrez. There's my early lean. Uh, then Dan Hooker versus Claudio Puelish is the the curtain jerker on the main card. Prelims, Brad Riddell, Hanato Moicano, Dominic Reyes, Ryan Spann. I want to say H's for everything now. Uh, Molly McCann, Aaron Blanchfield, Andre Petrosky, Wellington Terman. Early prelims, Matt Pervola, Otman Azatar, Carolyn Kowalkovich versus Savannah Gomez-Juarez, Michael Trezano, Sungwoo Choi, Julio Arce, Montel Jackson, Carlos Oliberg, Nikolai Nugumaranu. What a fight card. Yeah, it's great. And also, it's got the fight that uh, we all really wanted to see rebooked. Do, do you know the one I'm talking about? Um, What was rebooked? What was rebooked? No, what? This, this is this is the duffel bag fight. Did you know? Oh, the Otman Azatar Matt Frivola fight. He was supposed Potatoes. to have fought. They, they were supposed to have fought on Fight Island when the duffel bag situation happened. Got canceled. Frivola fought uh, Armand Sakurian instead. And obviously they had originally fired Atman Aziatar. And then, you know, the rehiring and all that nonsense. And uh, here here we are. Here we are. So, yeah, it should be an exciting card. And we will give you all the breakdowns and picks for it coming up on Wednesday and Thursday's episode. But before then, we have another episode tomorrow for your ear holes. Gumby's going to give you more winning picks for regional fights we got cffc we got cage warriors so that will get in your ears tomorrow at a better time than than today's got in your ears <laughs> and yeah it just seems later because we got that clocks going back thing of a jig that we that we did so anyhow thank you for listening does, does canada do, do say of course we do i i think part of canada me not actually i shouldn't say of course we do i think for, someone might for a while i think arizona didn't do it and they don't do anything 
that's, that's did, fair. Did they think it had something to do with Martin Luther King? Is that why they said, no way, we're not doing that? I, I think they just, it's because they house Henry Cejudo that they don't do anything. Yeah, there's a bunch of galaxy <laughs> brains in that. And uh, Sean O'Malley, so there you go. It all adds up, right? That, that's it. Anyhow, thanks for coming to the podcast. Thanks for letting us into your ear holes. Like I said, we'll be back on tomorrow. Um, we told you about the Discord. Uh, Twitter, if you want to send us um, complimentary tweets, SGPN MMA. Gumby runs that. Uh, but if it's complimentary, I see it as well. Um, only compliments, though. Uh, my account, Jeff Fox Writer. His account, Gumby Vreeland. I told you, moneymma.substack.com is my uh newsletter slash website that covers mma and runs a weekly pick em contest so get in there we got a big ufc pay-per-view coming up so bigger prizes bigger contests so get in that then gumby's got the top turtle mma podcast which we'll be dropping later on the week which we'll we'll plug then um and read all the stuff obviously sportsgamblingpodcast.com that's it that's all i got for you um once again until we meet again i will remain the shanimal jeff fox gumby will remain not just Gumby, but also Kate Gabembo, Gumby Vreeland, and we will talk to you on Monday. Bye.